0: Hello and welcome to the Chelsea News Podcast and me, your host, Jack, and in today's episode of the podcast, we will be talking about how Chelsea could line up next season with new signings Raheem Sterling and Kaldu Koulibaly in the team, with things such as potential change of formation being discussed, with new options in midfield and defence, among many other things. First of all, we'll be talking about the goalkeeper for next season, and of course, we'll be starting with last season's Mr Reliable in Nets, Eduard Mendy. He was, the most, he was the most consistent and the best goalkeeper in the world last season, keeping clean sheet after clean sheet as Chelsea reached the Champions League quarter-finals and third place in the Premier League. He should be starting in goal for the Blues next season after being immaculate in his two years as Chelsea number 1, helping us to multiple cup triumphs and t- three trophies in two years under Thomas Tuchel. Personally, I don't think we should be changing formation into this season, as the formation has served us so well in the past and allows our outstanding wing-backs to push up the pitch and do what they do best, while also providing us with elite defensive cover. Our formations have been talked about at the club, such as the traditional 4-3-3 formation, but I believe that Thomas Ducal no longer wants this formation, after bringing in players who only really seem to fit with the current system at the club. Next up we have Ben Chilwell, the left-back who's been so good at the club whenever he's injury-free. As of late, the Englishman has been sidelined a worrying amount, and was even forced to miss most of the season with an injury, which truly was a massive loss for the club. On his day, he's the best left-back in the world, and when playing in the system that we have been at the club, with that 5-2-3, or but it can alternate, he's a force to be reckoned with when he runs rampant down that left side of the pitch, where he's most comfortable. Should he be able to stay injury-free this year, he could be crucial as Chelsea look to compete on all fronts with their new revitalised team, which includes the likes of Raheem Sterling and Kaldu Koulibaly along with a few others uh, that haven't, as of yet, been confirmed by the club. He truly is one of the superstar's most important pieces in the Chelsea jigsaw and is massively underrated and he should be treated as one of the best players in the world when fit, and I think he is certainly the best in his position in world football on his day, definitely far clear of players such as Manchester City's Joao Cancelo or Liverpool's Andy Robertson, who are certainly both good players but not to the same quality as Ben Chilwell. And yes, of course, when you lose a player like that early on in the season, Without him, uh, without him, or a player of his importance to the squad, many other teams would have finished a lot worse off than Chelsea did. They still finished a respectable third, uh, which is still a good finish uh, considering the injuries to the to the squad. For example, when other teams whose players are overhyped, as opposed to the Chelsea players who don't receive enough plaudits uh, they deserve, perhaps that's just Liverpool. Uh, they're praised. Liverpool had No Van Dyke the season prior and I would argue that the loss of Virgil van Dijk to Liverpool isn't as devastating a loss to the club as Chilwell was to Chelsea. The fullbacks are practically how the system is built upon, with the overlapping fullbacks going forward and almost acting as strikers in, of sorts, I guess, in the attacking positions, being a major part of how the club plays. After Chilwell, we have the first centre-back, with this being our new signing, Kalidou Koulibaly. Before anyone mentions about which side of the pitch he plays on or anything such as that, I'm simply drawing up plans of who could play in defence. I don't know particularly as to which side he plays in. I haven't watched him in the Serie A for a considerable amount of time for now. He seems to still be a very capable centre-back and one that Chelsea have reportedly agreed a fee for, um, which is set to be around €33 million, uh, and he could be a very competent addition to the team. This is an amazing signing for the Blues, and I believe that he could be the centre-back to lead us forward for many years to come. The main stumbling block for the club, however, could be in could indeed be his age, uh, paired with him not having played in the Premier League before. In the Premier League, usually for new players, it takes young players a lot of time to adjust. And with him being 31, who knows how we will do in the best league in the world? But indeed, I'd be interested to see, however, he would how he would sli- slot into the team, however, and how we'd be able to help our younger defenders. He, hopefully he can be able to mentor and like help them grow and become the best players they can in the Chelsea first team. He's also captain of the Senegalese national team, which is a testament to his leadership abilities and shows that he's capable to lead a dressing room and will hopefully be a positive influence upon the squad. And the young player in particular that I was speaking of that he could help develop is none other than another player who is linked with moving to Stamford Bridge this summer, his current Juventus defender Delitt. De Ligt has been a superb young player over the past couple of years after helping Ajax with Champions League semi-final as a captain all but four years ago before moving to join Juventus in a £75 pounds move. He's done well at the club and is now set to be looking for other challenges abroad with Chelsea one of the two horses moving to sign the Dutchman this summer with the other being Bavarian Giants Bayern Munich. Thomas Tuchel is said to be extremely keen on the player's signature, and he could be a player not just for now for the manager Thomas Tuchel, but one in the future looking forward as well, which is something the new owners in Todd Bowley and the Clear Lake Consortium are interested in giving Thomas Tuchel, which looks to be a breath of fresh air from the previous owner, Roman Abramovich, uh, his re- regime under which managers were chopped and changed and they should not perform for even one season at the club. This may have yielded success in the short term, or in the past previously. where the the managers kind of didn't have to have that consistency that they do at this stage. But in order to compete with uh, managers such as Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp, managers have to be given stability, and it's no doubt that stability helps get the best performances out of the players at the club. They can also help implement their playing style by their own players and so forth, whereas chopping and changing managers doesn't really guarantee that the manager gets the players to fit his playing style more just players that he kind of has to mould and adapt, but don't really fit. If Thomas Tuchel can really, really get his players, such as Matthias De Litt, such as Khalidou Koulibaly, such as Raheem Sterling, I believe that Thomas Tuchel has the ability to mould them into a treble winning side. This is something that Todd Bowley is keen on giving Thomas Tuchel as he wishes to kind of catch up with the big two of late in Manchester City and Liverpool, and he hasn't really been able to do that in past he hasn't really been given any signings of his own. Anyone that mentions either Saul or Lukaku, there's the argument kind of supporting my own statement before. Thomas Tuchel is said to have been chasing Erling Haaland all of that summer was reportedly offered Romelu Lukaku as the next best thing on the market. And as for Saul, his issues were not really with the tactical system or like the style of play but reportedly, they were more with like the homesickness from Spain, and in particular Atletico Madrid, who he'd been with for his whole career prior. Which I guess is kind of... It's not really Thomas Tuchel's fault in terms of those two signings not particularly going great. I feel as though there wasn't really much he could have done either way. Lukaku kind of messed it up after that Sky Italia interview. And Saul never really would have fit in the team in terms of his homesickness issues. Um, The final player, and a particularly old one, but one that's been superb in his time at the Blues, is Thiago Silva. Since arriving from what was then Thomas Tuchel's PSG side, Thiago Silva has been superb um, and has been a leader and an excellent defender at the club, despite being at the ripe old age of 37. I believe that Thiago Silva should only really be used sparingly at the team, such as in the big games and on big occasions pretty much as he was last season, with the rotational option of Trevor Chalibur being available in order to reduce the workload on the player. I believe that Chelsea have, uh, should this team become our actual like starting eleven next year, the best leaders and some of the best and most experienced players in the world on their books in terms of defence, and this can be nothing but positive for the club. An ex-AC Milan player when they were really good, in terms of not now where they like win Serie A good, but when they were like, Top top end of the Champions League, good. Uh, it was also a former former PSG captain who played week in week out at the top level of the Champions League and played every single game in the French league uh, as a captain for PSG at the age of thirty five. Uh, an ex Ajax captain and someone who played alongside Kehlini and Bonucci and still managed to occasionally start games uh, despite them being some of the best. Some, despite one of them being the best. Defensive duo in the world, and the, Senegalese, and the Senegalese national team captain, who is world renowned for his amazing top-class defending, which has earned him plaudits in not only Italy but across Europe for his physicality and amazing defending. I challenge you to find a better defensive partnership in this whole, uh, in the whole world. There isn't a single team with better first-choice options than this. Finally, we have yet another of the best fullbacks in the world, and a player who I believe that on his day is the best right back in the world. Again, and definitely clear of Trent in the debate of who should start for England, as referenced by Gareth Southgate's choice and selection. This player being none other than Chelsea's academy graduate and wonderkid, Rhys James. The flying fullback has many of the same traits as Ben Chilwell and is also the best in his position when playing to the top of his ability. Last season, yeah, he had a good year, but it was partially troubled by the fact that he had injuries and to a certain extent it was kind of slowed down and almost made to play slightly different a bit of a role because of the injury on the other side of the pitch to Ben Chilwell. But I believe that this season, Rhys James should be able to link up with the new signing Raheem Sterling down that right-hand side of the pitch to great effect, and that both sides of Chelsea's attack and defence will be safe next year due to the amazing full-back duo that is Rhys James and Ben Chilwell, who on their day combined so, so well in order to start and create Chelsea attacks. If we can see a repeat of the amazing form that they enjoyed that saw them win the Champions League with Chelsea and in particular the game that saw Chelsea run out as 4-0 winners against Italian Giants Juventus last season. In the group stages, Chelsea will be a force to be reckoned with, combined with their new revitalised world-class partnership in defence and some other new signings. In the first position in midfield, I believe that Chelsea should start with Kovacic, who has been so good in his time at Chelsea, especially this season and early on, straight after taking the number 8 shirt from Ross Barkley. He's crucial to the way that we play and is still relatively young and I believe, that he should be starting in Blues midfield for many years to come, as he's absolutely important to Chelsea going forward and should be treated so by people outside of the club, as roundly at the moment, he doesn't seem to be valued as highly as he should be outside of Chelsea. I'm firmly of the belief that Kovacic should, could start for any team in the world right now, perhaps bar Real Madrid and Manchester City, because of how, how amazingly good they are in the midfield area, with Real Madrid having Cruz, Modric, Casemiro with Valverde, uh, Camavinga, and having Chuamani as backups, with Manchester City obviously having all of their midfield options. That is simply how good he is, and at that level, of course, we should keep him at Chelsea, and of course, he should be starting for us week in, week out. Next up, we have a possibly more contentious shout, in that being Mason Mount starting in midfield, and I believe that he should play there simply because of how crucial he is, uh, to how we play, and I don't think, like I don't think at this stage, uh, he's he's slightly underrated. Everyone seems to think that Mason Mount's overrated, as he isn't one of the best youngsters in the world. Mason Mount is absolutely crucial to the style of play at Chelsea, and is pretty much how, uh, is pretty much the player that keeps us ticking over. I don't think his quality is valued enough by Chelsea fans, even or even people outside of the club. This seems to follow the trend of late of harshly underrating Chelsea players, despite them being among the best in Europe and consistently performing in both the Premier League and in continental competitions. Mason Mount is thought of as overhyped, but he really really does an amazing job in midfield at the club, I think this could be yet another season for him to display this after he reached 29 goals and assists last season, uh, which was his best tally at the club so far. Next up is someone who I truly hope doesn't leave for AC Milan this summer. As has been talked about and it's Hakim Ziyech. Ziyech has kind of had limited game time at the club but it's been superb and I don't think that's valued highly enough by the Chelsea fans. Everyone seems to know what he did to Tottenham at this stage and that's just a glimpse into what he can do at his best and I think the Chelsea should give him the opportunity to show his best form and show the Chelsea faithful the type of player that he is and how good he can be and was at Ajax before we signed him. I'll be putting him in a kind of position where coming off the left with the ability to swing crosses or dribble as he was at Ajax, which could really help him to ignite his best form at Stamford Bridge. Hakim Ziyech is, in my eyes at least, probably the most talented player in the Premier League right now, but it's simply a shame that he's never been able to properly use all of that talent, even at Ajax, and if Chelsea can get him playing to play into the best of his abilities, he may be well worth every penny the club spent on him to become the player who I think is capable, on talent alone, of being an Eden Hazard replacement and be as good as Uh, if not possibly slightly worse Uh, Eden Hazard replacement but whether or not I think that will ever come to fruition is a major problem again itself I would be struck i would be starting him and kind of almost building a team around him as he is or can be our best player on his day in the striker position and one that's been talked about quite a lot this summer is the departure of record signing Romelu Lukaku Ronald Lukaku obviously arrived, at the, uh, obviously arrived at the club for over £100 million last summer and kind of flopped, um, and I think that Chelsea have a ready-made replacement as their second most expensive striker or player ever, this being Kai Havertz. Havertz is more than capable of playing as a striker in the team and will be amazing as a striker with service and help from the likes of Hakim Ziyech, Raheem Sterling, Christian Pulisic and all of the other Chelsea attackers that I've mentioned. Such as Callum Hudson-Odoi, and with the amazing service of the wing backs, as I've mentioned before. Up front, with him up front, I believe that he can hit 30 goals and assists this season. And I think, with him up front, Chelsea are truly a force to be reckoned with next year as we challenge for the Premier League title. I ch- I touched on it briefly here, and so far in the video, in this position, of course, it's going to be Chelsea's new signing Raheem Sterling. Starting at the left wing, I think Sterling not left wing, right wing. I think Sterling would be really, really good at Chelsea and I think he's kind of expected almost to start due to his amazing transfer fee and because of how big a name he is and how good he's been as of late at Manchester City. Anyway, that is my team. Thanks for listening to the Slightly Drawn Out uh, but very much in-depth look at the Chelsea First eleven and who should be starting for us going forward into next season. Just a side note before I end the video, this is from my perspective Looking at some of the potential transfers coming in before at the club, and I believe that only Kulabali and Sterling are new players who've been confirmed into the team. And the only non-confirmed transfers as of right now, I included, are Mateus Delit. But should that transfer not come off, there's always the Julius Kunde uh, potential signing. He's been he's he's been for some reason everyone's been talking about him having confirmed at Chelsea, or he's going to definitely join. We've seen other transfers confirmed before. His Should Matthias De Litt sign for Bayern Munich now, um, you can easily replace Jules Koundé. He's just as good as Matthias De Litt. He wants to join us, and both of them have an amazing profile and would be an amazing addition to the club. Matthias De Litt, the only thing with him is that he may join uh, Bayern Munich, but none of that's thought about he's thought to maybe prefer a move to buy munich but i think if chelsea can get him he'd be an amazing addition regardless to the team apologies for kind of that drawn out outro again but thank you for listening to chelsea news podcast with me your host jack if you enjoyed the video don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel thank you for listening goodbye